Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Welcome to the HP Podcast, your weekly show for video game news and updates and whatever else we feel like talking about that week. Brandon, you are here with me this week, but you're in a different situation. You're in your kitchen. Certainly. Can you talk to me about the food aromas that are happening at the moment uh, live on the scene there? Oh, man, not a lot going on. Dinner's been passed for a couple hours. I had um, beef burnt ends and macaroni and cheese. It was... Okay. Um, Okay. It, it, it was pretty good tonight. Something. No, I'm uh, starving all of a sudden. Uh, dude, it, I don't want to take full credit. It, to be fair, it was like a microwave thing because I do uh-huh. quick things for meals on podcast nights and sure. I saved it for the night. And even though I didn't have to rush, I was feeling very lazy. And so I continued with the laziness. But hey, got to love that processed food. Um, kills you slow, <laughs> but tastes good. That's right. Uh, and as Brandon mentioned, so I assume people will have figured this out, but uh, we're recording Wednesday instead of Tuesday because we wanted to be able to talk about the PlayStation Showcase. Maybe that was a bad idea. Maybe it was a good idea. We'll see what everybody thinks. But Dave, you're also here with us. How's your butt doing? It's still there. It's getting <laughs> yeah. a little bit bigger every day. But, oh, my uh, goodness. Yeah, it's uh, it's the beaver butt, you know. It's the just, beaver butt. It's the doing good. Butt. It's been sitting outside a lot lately. We've got our house up for sale, and every time we have a showing, we got to run out of the house and and shove the the cat in a bag and and go sit somewhere in a parking lot for an hour or two. So, right, yeah, dude, yeah. no, poor Tim, poor Tim. Yeah, the, Dave, you mentioned the Beaver Boys, and that's been a very popular thing in the Discord this week, and people calling us Beaver Boys and stuff. And I have to be very honest. <laughs> I don't have a clue where it came from. I don't remember it happening. Dude, Dave said it. Yeah, I'm sure we were, did. We were, I don't remember it. We were like messing around with uh, with like stupid nicknames for me. Uh, yeah. I don't know how it came about. And then I just blurted out Beaver Boy or Beaver Boys or something. What, this um, was last week? That this was like, like two weeks ago yeah. or something. And the, okay. and, and the Discord um, idiots on. jumped all over it. And <laughs> they picked out it. the Beaver Boys. They so. picked it up, I guess. Yeah. I like it though. It's endearing. It's yeah, it's fine. We'll take it. 
Yeah, you, could, you could be called worse things. Um, I have been you know, called worse you things. You could be called like a meth addict. That would be worse than Beaver Boys. So I'll, oh, I'll take that. Or as a general rule in life is is if if you're trying to decide if something is so bad, you just ask yourself, is it worse than meth? And if it right. isn't, then it's okay. All right. Yeah, to Brandon's point, you could be called something worse. Like that time that Poot contributed something and you called him Edwin. Yeah. Like yeah. That's, a, that's a worse thing to be that's called. Right, but that Boys. wasn't as bad as meth. So... <laughs> No, that's I, true. Yeah, that's absolutely true. I, I don't know. I haven't tried meth. I'd, the jury's out on that one, boys. I don't know. Poot <laughs> uh, may disagree. Yeah. I don't know that Poot's tried meth either, but I see where you're going here. Boys, <laughs> let's, um, let's start off talking about... Oh, my God. This is already off the rails. Let's start talking about Spider-Man 2. Okay, right in. Just the showcase in general here. Jump no actually, lube. <laughs> no Just lube. Straight in. No, I, I, I was I was kidding mostly there, but I do want to start off talking about the showcase. I want to get your guys' initial impressions of the showcase from PlayStation that happened just a few hours ago, and the reason we delayed the show for all of our fine patrons out there. Technically, the free feed people will still get it at the same time, but the patrons get it a couple hours late. So, sorry. Sorry, patrons. Sorry, you're the ones who pay, and you're the ones who get shafted. That's just the way it goes in a relationship like this. But what do we think of the showcase overall? Brandon, we'll start with you. Let me know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like every time there is a showcase, regardless regardless of company anymore, I, I come away from it feeling disappointed. Um, I don't know. We just had a lot of CGI in general, and there were many games that didn't interest me whatsoever. I was really hoping to see more first-party action and less CGI, um, and I got neither of those. Um, so, I don't know. There's always some fun little interesting tidbits in there and you know we can get into more specifics but overall i mean it was one of those things where i would have just as easily have skipped through most of it um and been just the same so yeah. uh you, you know reading reading the twitter headlines was just about as fun for me as watching it um so <laughs> but you did yeah. watch it yeah okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely so um i it started at four when I was at work, so I was refreshing Shinobi constantly uh, every single oh, okay. time an announcement came up. And then when as soon as I got home, I finished it off. But yeah, um, yeah, it was okay. Dave, what about you? Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. There. No, you're good, dude. That was it. Dave, your your thoughts overall, your general impressions. I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I didn't really know what to expect, but um, I've been disappointed by enough showcases slash directs slash state of plays um, that I, I generally come in with pretty low expectations. I assumed we were going to see some Final Fantasy and I didn't really know what else we were going to see, but um, I was I was happy. I, I didn't expect to see Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Uh, I didn't expect to see Alan Wake. I didn't expect to see um, Spider-Man gameplay. And um, yeah, I mean... I, I was pleasantly surprised and there was some other smaller stuff uh, kind of sprinkled in there that I, I'm, I'm intrigued by. And then there was some other bigger titles that I'm, I'm now going to kind of keep my eye on. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I've seen a lot of people who've, who've kind of said that they were disappointed by it. And uh, I can understand why. But me personally, I, I, that was better for me than I, than I thought it was going to be. So, yeah. Nice. For me, I I just assumed since PlayStation had not really had a showcase for years at this point, like a year and a half, right? Two almost two years maybe. 
somewhere in that neighborhood. They've had state of plays, everything else. I just kind of assumed that that meant like we were going to get something that was kind of like, wow, here's everything we've got to show you. I didn't expect so much third party stuff. I didn't expect to see so many things we already knew existed. Like I kind of thought we were going to see new information or new drops from games that have only been rumored or whatever. And I really thought that maybe we'd get some new announcements like from PlayStation specifically. And I guess to an extent you can say that, like we could start getting into the more nitty gritty, like, you know, Haven studio who's, who's working with PlayStation as their publisher. Like they, you know, they revealed their game. Okay, cool. Um, We got a, a first look at the game called foam stars from Square Enix, which is basically just Splatoon, but worse. <laughs> um, Literally, yeah. And it's also coming to PS4, by the way. Great. Perfect. We saw a bunch of games that were going to be on multiple systems, which I don't... I, I like it when games are on multiple systems. I just think it kind of sucks that this is a PlayStation showcase that we haven't had in so long, and we got barely anything from them. Honestly, my favorite thing was finding out Ghost Runner 2 is coming. Yeah, that's actually huge. Did you see the bike, co- like the bike combat almost? It that looks sick. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's actually actually out of nowhere. I did not expect to see that whatsoever, to be honest with you. I'm trying to look back through the notes here. There was another one that, that kind of well, stood and I, out like, me. There's games like like Neva from, from the people who made Grease. Mm-hmm. That, like, I love that game. I'm sure this is going to be interesting, but it just didn't feel like it should have been at a showcase after we've gone so long. It felt like a state of play to me. That's what, right. I guess what I'm getting at a longer state of play. And that was kind of, kind of bothersome, but I don't know. Let, let's, um, let's get into a few of the specifics. I guess we can just, yeah, let's just start off with Spider-Man. Yeah. Really, really, really long presentation here. And I guess <sighs> it's what, what like 20 minutes almost probably. It's, it's almost too long. I thought it was too yeah. long. I, I'm gonna I be um, long. yeah. I'm gonna be honest. Like they could have cut that into a fourth with the gameplay because it was all gameplay, like a hundred percent of it. Um, Which you know, hey, uh, we always complain when it's not gameplay. And, and and listen, I agree with you, Ben. But I don't need to see twenty minutes of gameplay unless it's like you know the IGN villains first look where you get the first thirty minutes of the game. This wasn't it. This was the showcase. This wasn't a hey play the beginning of the game. You know what I mean? So at at some point I was like I cannot believe that this is still going, <laughs> and I just turned it off. I was like I've been convinced, and I was convinced before this. I don't need to see any more of this. I don't. Yep. And I'm not usually a huge stickler for that, but I was like it's still going. Like I feel like I'm witnessing the game now right. at this point you know what i mean dave what were your thoughts on the spider-man information slash presentation so i i did not watch it and i, I intentionally didn't um yeah. i'm kind of doing this thing a little bit more where uh especially games like this where a lot of the set piece moments are, yes. are very scripted um i decided uh not to watch it um so i'm, I'm aware that craven the hunter was in it i know they did some stuff with the symbiote suit. So I have an idea what was there, but like a lot of people, I am pretty much sold on that game already. Right. Um, so I, I just opted to, to not really watch it. So sorry, that's not a great answer. No, that's fine. So I've only me personally, I've only watched that first little bit we got from it, which I guess this is all we've had. I got, I watched that first little bit we got of it when they announced it. And then I watched the thing today. Maybe that's all we've had. I don't even know. And I only really watched it because I wanted to see a release date 
Still not. But still didn't get one. That's the <laughs> thing that's craziest to me is that we still don't have a release date for this game. That is kind of wild. Of all things, the fact that they're still premising it as fall doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. It feels, I mean, obviously we it's a large game, just like the it's other basically ones. Basically June, bro. Like, I know, come I, on. It, it, you know, we're we're on the heels of fall. Um, mm-hmm. as it goes, you know, as far as game development, you would think that we would have gotten a date if we were getting a date today. I wonder so. if they're waiting to see if uh, Activision does anything with Call of Duty. Not that, like, I, I think Spider-Man can go toe-to-toe with anything, but I there is rumblings that there will actually be a Call of Duty in, in this year or yeah. something. Yeah. So, right. And that we usually find out about that stuff in June, so I wouldn't be it's surprised true. if maybe they're waiting, they're holding off intentionally, just to see what might crop up around then. But, maybe yeah. we get another little drop at, at Keeley's thing, just a little brief blurb and then the... The announcement of the date. Yeah. I see why I see what happened here too with why everybody thought, including us at times, thought that the game was going to be co-op, because this isn't really giving away too much. You can swap back and forth between characters in the game um, with the push of a button. It cert- it looks like it's at certain specific times, but you can do it. So I'm glad you said that because I when the news broke earlier this week that like it would in fact they they confirmed like this is a single player narrative driven adventure. It is not co op. My I, I was fine with that, but the first thing that came to mind was Grand Theft Auto's like character switching. So like, do they confirm that that it's actually going to be something like that or? They didn't really confirm it. They just showed a scene where he's like, oh, they're way too far on the other side of town for me to get to him. Miles, you do it. And then you switch to Miles. Right. Okay. So like Grand Theft Auto kind of? Yeah. Kind of like that. Pretty pretty much. Yeah. 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 I think that's a good approach. I like that. Yeah. 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 And I think there was some confusion. I saw that the the voice actor for Miles had like a bit of a flub um, where he was doing an interview and a lot of people thought he was implying that there would be multiplayer. So I think that's kind he of might, why they had to yeah. double down. He, you know, it wasn't right. his fault. You know, it, it was just a slip of the tongue or like he misunderstood the question. So, I mean, sometimes these voice actors, they don't know. They're not well, designing the game. They're just well, no. doing the lines. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that was pretty pretty neat but i definitely didn't stick around for the whole thing um yeah. i saw everything and you know it's just as gorgeous as as we thought it was going to be i think it's going to be on par um if not right. better um i was seeing some cool gadgets and stuff i won't give it away but that's when i really started to be like hey this game is showing me what all it has to offer and i really just want this to be kind of a special surprise so that's kind of when yep. i tuned out so yeah, anybody who's listened to me for more than about three minutes knows that I love going into games blind, but I just, I don't know. I was just, I think I was just hoping there was going to be one more thing afterwards, even though Jim Ryan came out and told us there wouldn't be. Dude, how about that? How often do we see Jim on screen? Very rarely. Um, we saw him on the last showcase or maybe the showcase before. I don't know, but yeah. He was on he multiple, came out and said, but yeah, multiple sections of that showcase. Yeah. He's. So. Yeah, I'm not surprised he's not there a whole lot because he's he's slightly less interesting than a Manila envelope taped to a beige wall. He's just not <laughs> much of a selling point when he's hello. I'm Jim Ryan. Thank you for watching the Sony. Show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I would like your money, and I don't care if you have fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater remake. Are you guys? You guys, yeah. Brandon. I know you haven't played Metal Gear. Yeah, no, no. I'm I'm definitely interested. Um, I played yeah. a bit of Phantom Pain. Hardly mm-hmm. any, if we're just going to be completely honest with myself and the listeners here. Um, but it's definitely something I could be interested like I in. I installed it. 
<laughs> no, I mean, I started playing it and honestly, I the game was difficult and I just wasn't having yeah. fun because I'm bad at it. Um, yeah. And as, as I've gotten older, I just get worse and worse at stealth games. Like I want to just blow shit up half the time. Um, and it didn't really sure. work out like that. So um, I think it's going to be really cool. Uh, obviously huge for all the fans of the Metal Gear series. And um, the what is it? The There's a trilogy pack coming out as well. Yeah, that's what I was going to talk about. I've been thinking I only ever played Metal Gear one back when it came out. And I've always I've been thinking about playing, you know, the old ones. But I just had this thought in my mind, like someday they're going to remake these. They have to. They're huge. And I'm glad I waited. Dave, are you a Metal Gear fan? Big oh, time. Huge, yeah. huge, huge. And Snake Eater is probably my least favorite game in the franchise. Oh, so shit. you can probably see me over here kind of grimacing a little bit because like I want I, I would like like Metal Gear, the original Metal Gear Solid got remade remade with uh, the Twin Snakes like years ago. Uh, Sons of Liberty never really got a remake, and that's my favorite game in the series. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew that wasn't going to happen, and and this has been rumored for so long that um, you know nobody's really surprised. But I'm I, I'm I'm excited to see where it goes. I'm also cognizant of the fact that this is the first real Metal Gear Solid game post Kojima. Um, so let's kind of keep that in mind. I get that it's a remake and they don't have to do right. anything weird, but, uh, still, it does feel a bit weird. Um, somebody in the discord actually just, just confirmed that this will have the entire, um, original voice cast coming back to oh, do, cool. uh, to do yeah. the game. So I think having David Hayter back in the game is really, really good. And, and, um, the same guy who did, uh, Ocelot will be there and, yeah. and all that stuff. So I don't know. I just had a hard time with snake eater because like, it was a whole storyline like in the main series of the games that started with a game on the PSP that not many people played. And like, if you didn't, or you didn't have like an in-depth understanding of, of what Peace Walker was, then Snake Eater was kind of confusing. And it, I don't know, it just never really landed with me, but in any case, I'm, I'm excited to see where they go with this uh, remake. I, I think it's a pretty far way off though, because that trilogy they announced, which mm-hmm. is all the original games, isn't coming to the fall. And what we saw today was just CG stuff. So I right. think we're at least a year and a half away from this. I would yeah. think that if they're releasing, I mean, they're releasing Snake Eater with that trilogy. So they wouldn't release that on top of uh, on top of the full remake. I don't think right. I think they'll just, you know, to get people excited and give a new way to play. Absolutely. I thought that not that I talk about exactly the trailers very often, but how about that trailer? Totally did not expect that that was going to be MGS. No, that was a no. good fake out of a trailer there yeah. for sure. Yeah, we were kind of talking. There were little murmurs of this, and we kind of think maybe yeah. something was coming down the pipeline. But yeah. they really had you go in there for a while with the animals. You had no idea, Dave, whatsoever. No, I was thinking Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, I thought maybe like a weird trailer for Ark or something. Too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they they and and that's kind of like a classic Metal Gear Solid thing to do is is that fake out, yeah. Um, and that kind of harkens back to Kojima, who again is not involved. But <laughs> yeah, I, I like that they they went that route because I'm pretty sure nobody really saw that coming. Yeah, Ben along, and I'm actually I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to ask you about Alan Wake. I didn't know if that's what you were going to talk about, but oh, I was just kind of going down the through no, a few no, of these go, here. We can talk about ahead, that now. Go though. ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Alan Wake 2 coming October 17th. We've kind of known, I mean, we knew this was coming. They remade it. They've been trickling out teases about it. And then we got some rumors, but in depth, Alan Wake 2 coming in October. I'm very excited about that. 
Did you watch the full trailer? I did. Okay. Dude, got some yeah. got some gameplay in there. Got some more intrigue to mm-hmm. exactly what might be going on. It was interesting to me. Um, and I think that's part of the reason this whole showcase was a little less interesting to me because it's a lot of series that I have little experience with. But I am sure. definitely willing to be convinced of these remakes and or iterations in the series. So I'm excited in like a very passive way, but I know you're like a really big Alan Wake fan. I know we've talked about it before, but what did you think yeah. about like the whole premise? We're getting like a like a swamp people esque vibe almost from the whole thing. Um, yeah, and- I mean it's definitely a, a bit of a difference from the original Alan Wake. And I'll just be honest with it too. I loved Alan Wake when I played it when it came out in what 2010, 2011. Some I don't know somewhere in that area, Xbox 360 range, but. When I played the remake um, a couple of years ago, last year, whatever it was, I was just kind of bored. Really? I didn't really. I was like, why? Why am I not enjoying this like I thought I would? <laughs> and when I saw Alan Wake 2, I was immediately excited again because I'm like, this looks like the same environment, same storytelling, same character in modern game mechanics rather than remaking a, you know. 10 15 year old game at this point so right. i don't know alan makes really not even that old um i don't even know when it came out but it's it's somewhere between 2006 and 2012 i'm gonna say somewhere in that area but it should be fun i don't know dave alan wake is that your thing so this is one of two games that came up in the showcase that like you brandon i didn't have experience with um but now that i've kind of seen this trailer i'm i'm kind of keen on going back and playing the original before the second one comes out because this looks great also shout out to seasonal games i love when scary games come out in october and uh yeah. other christmasy games come out in december uh when i saw the release date i was like okay this is the perfect game that i want to play in october so for sure um yeah and it looks great it looks moody it's 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 got great visuals and and uh it looks like it's gonna have some cool jump scares and stuff like that so um yeah this is one i'm looking forward to also credit where credits to uh the person who confirmed the uh vo for snake eaters edward walton from discord so thank you okay edward. okay perfect <laughs> and i feel like they honestly remedies probably learned a lot from control i mean you know yeah. in a lot of ways control was a beautiful game um it did have its faults and it didn't really stick around with me personally but i feel like i was getting a lot of control vibes from the visuals obviously um of this game so That'll be something to look forward to for sure. Yeah. Um, Assassin's Creed Mirage. Oh, shit. It's October release dates. Let's go. Uh, it's coming to every platform imaginable, of course. Uh, and they, man, the trailer looked really good. And I saw people in the in the chat complaining like, oh, it's just, wow, everybody's celebrating because it's Assassin's Creed and they're going back and doing the same thing they did 15 years ago. And I'm like, Exactly. Yeah. Everybody says we won Assassin's Creed from 15 years ago. And they said, here you go. We're going to make sure in this trailer, we show you every single possible thing that could make you think of Assassin's Creed 2. Right. Like it was that's that was it's the whole point of the game. And it's the whole point of that trailer was for sure. Just to let you know, this is going back to the roots. And I think that's a really good thing because I'm interested in that, but it's also kind of does. I understand people's points that it kind of sucks that it's not anything new. It's just redoing an old formula, but I don't know. What do you guys, Dave, you're the, the next biggest Assassin's Creed shill on the show. Actually, you're the biggest Assassin's Creed show on the show. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta give your voice. 
Yeah, I'm. I, this this game will not win. Unfortunately, people will will find something to complain about. It's it's Ubisoft. Yeah. It just is what it is. But um, yeah, I'm with you, Ben. I was I was thrilled to see what they showed in this trailer. Lots of gameplay um, that was in there. It wasn't all CG, and uh, I think we saw what we wanted to, which was this is really going back to basics, um, which is which is really really good. Uh, it was funny in the Twitch stream that I was watching. I think um the host didn't really wasn't really the biggest assassin's creed guy so because this came after metal gear solid they were like oh cool they're remaking assassin's creed 2 or brotherhood <laughs> just because it, it <laughs> right, just yeah. like timeline right. and setting and all that stuff it it's um it looks very similar but um yeah i the when i saw like the 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 free-flowing parkour like that is what i wanted to yes. go back to mostly because that is something that's been lost since um assassin's creed unity so yeah absolutely. I'm, get, I'm getting what i wanted but let's just keep in mind that that this game started out in life as dlc right. it could have been standalone dlc for valhalla um and and they decided to make it a full release so i don't think this is going to be a massive game but it is going to give us that sort of taste of you know the the old assassin's creed that we've been yearning for i think this is what um yeah no it's it's I'm excited for this. And we got a release date. I think it's October as well. So yes. Yes. Yeah. I don't, uh, the 12th, I think. Yeah. yeah. It's October 12th. Um, yeah. yeah. So I'm really looking forward to this and uh, yeah, October. It's going to be a busy October already. I've, <laughs> Dude, I've got, I've got multiple weddings in October. My kids' birthdays are both in October. I'm just taking the month off. I think <laughs> it's going to be a busy fall, but uh, you guys are not wrong. I mean, even visually, it obviously harkens a lot back to, old days um i think it's really important what dave said is the parkour is back um and that's exactly like a huge huge part of the original series and i feel like they very much showcase that um they're like you know not in a bad way and i'm not trying to troll but they're like oh look there's parkour oh look there's parkour oh look but like oh look you can stab people in the neck that's that's exactly what they were trying to bring back though and i feel like that's it was important that they showed that. Um, and I think that, Dave, you thinking that it's going to be a smaller game, as I think actually what will draw some people in, I know it will draw me in specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that a smaller um, uh, toned down experience um, to the to the large, fast open worlds is going to be something that a lot of people um, will enjoy, uh, you know, a callback, so to speak. So, Absolutely. Final Fantasy 16. Got a new trailer, and this is the one I didn't watch. I didn't watch this trailer because I'm interested in the game. I'm already sold on it. Did you guys check it out? I know, Brandon, you're not the biggest Final Fantasy fan. No, I mean, my only experience with Final Fantasy ever is the Final Fantasy VII remake. Um, Mm -hmm. And I was just incredibly fucking confused the entire time for this trailer. (laughs) Like, genuinely, just like, it looked really fucking cool. I'm going to be honest with you. It looked... I didn't know what the fuck was happening, but it looked fucking cool. Um, that being said, uh, you know, immediately I'm not drawn in because I, you know, I don't tend to be uh, drawn towards things that confuse me. Uh, but uh, sure, I mean, it looks really cool. And I know people are super excited about it. I mean, probably for a good reason. If I think it looks cool and I know nothing about it, people that know stuff probably are hyped. So, yeah, not much to say there. Just looks really neat, I guess. So. Dave? Yeah, it's um it looks 
incredible um pretty much on par with with what we've come to expect from this series and uh i've heard from some pretty kind of incredible stuff about this game from from some of the pre-release uh preview um articles and stuff that's been put out there so if you've been looking for something next gen i think this is it um obviously yeah. alongside games like god of war and stuff like that but uh god of war is the next gen i i don't know man like <laughs> The way that <laughs> Final Fantasy has has moved away from like turn based combat and into this action um, kind of combat is yeah. it's just amazing. Like it's yeah. so cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to this. And yeah, the, these trailers like they're so Final Fantasy. They're so confusing and stuff and Japanese. And there's so much going on, but it's still like really cool and cinematic and i when i watch these trailers i love kind of like picking out like okay that's gameplay okay this is a cinematic okay because it's so hard to tell like they they do that so well but yeah it's um it's gonna be a good one it's gonna be a good one yeah Yeah, i'm excited for it like i said i didn't uh i didn't watch the trailer but i'm definitely planning on playing it or because i'm definitely planning on playing it uh there are a couple other things i wanted to talk about bungie announcing marathon which, for those who don't know, Marathon was like Bungie, one of Bungie's first games that they released on Mac back in the early 90s. I think it was early 92. 90s. I don't think it was late 90s. 92, okay. Um, yeah, it's supposed to... I think it's a PvP extraction shooter. I'm I interested. think that's what it is. I'm interested, yeah. personally. So, yeah. th- for me, I love Bungie and I really do. And I've spent so much time playing their games, but I cannot play destiny anymore. So anything that Bungie is going to put out from this point forward, I will instantly kind of be interested, but I've moved on from destiny. And so anything that they're bringing next, I want to check it out. Uh, And I'm really interested to see what they've learned because they have learned so much over the many, many years they've been honing their destiny formula. So, um, the there's an article here from the verge brandon that says um we have so many more ways to immerse players in this world both in and out of game we'll be carrying that through in the design of this game and then he also says vigorous barrett confirmed dedicated servers for marathon very nice quote vigorous anti-cheat measures it's going to be a competitive game then it's going to be actually competitive not just Let's shoot at each other for fun. I'd love to hear that because, uh, you know, committing to dedicated servers out the gate is something that Destiny yeah. has never done in all of its life. Um, right. So that's kind of showing that they really are taking this seriously. So, yeah, very, very interested in this. I mean, obviously, there wasn't much to go off of other than like really cool ideas right. from the trailer. But the vibes were there in the trailer. Um, I'm not going to get too gung-ho about it because we obviously didn't see anything substantial but like i said bungie's tried and true um and you know for most of their life they've put out really good content so i'm definitely interested dave you made a, an ugly face whenever i said extraction shooter yeah not really what i was looking for from from bungie we, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago about what we may think uh could pop up at the showcase and my long shot was something from bungie and sure enough it happened so i yeah. was pleasantly surprised um but hey i mean we've we've been saying that playstation and sony need something in the shooter space exclusively and i guess this is a good way to kind of get into it so um just buy and, a studio that makes it 
Yeah, and, and no better studio to 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 do a, a first person shooter for you because it's you know Bungie are, are the experts on on tight shooters. So this is it'll be interesting to see where this goes. But uh, yeah, not something that's really up my alley. And and I don't know, Marathon's kind of a deep cut. <laughs> to I, I I would have been curious to see you know if if they would have gone in a new IP range. And I'm sure they're working on other stuff. But well, uh, it's it's barely not a new IP. I mean, I think the original. Marathon was text based, wasn't it? No, I think it. I I, I seem I I want to say like Doom like screenshots and stuff. I I've, I don't know. I'd have to look that up, but I I'm I'm pulling it up here. Let's see. I recall seeing screenshots and thinking Doom or like something in that vein. Okay, it does say first person perspective. All right, maybe it was. I thought for sure. No, no, I'm definitely seeing v- very Doom-esque. I, I see yeah. some pictures of it here. So That's I thought there was cool. a heavy text element to it. I didn't mean it was all in text. I just meant that I thought it was there, was, but I was wrong. So either way, yeah, that would have been that would have been interesting. But I guess why not use an old old IP when it doesn't really matter because nobody has played those games. And I don't even <laughs> it, think there's any way to possibly play those games at this point, but whatever. It's Just, apparently if you go back and play the original marathon, you'll find a lot of references that have been now pulled into uh halo and, yeah. and destiny. Right. So yeah, I don't know. Um, Brandon, I didn't know if you'd want to talk about street fighter. You're not really a street fighter guy. No, 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 not so much. I mean, okay. the new one looks really cool. I'll say that. Um, I feel like yeah. they're adding some um, online components, which I didn't think would be something that would be interesting in these games, but I feel like they're incorporating it in a cool way. So just something yeah. to look out for. This may be the one I jump in, but maybe not. Um, Haven Studios, Jade Raymond's uh, studio that was acquired by Sony recently. They actually started everything off by revealing fair game dollar signs. I'm going to say fair games. I never really know if they want you to actually say that dollar sign or not. But basically, it is a competitive heist experience coming to PS5 and PC. And uh, basically, you rob rich people. Okay. We don't know anything about if it is strictly multiplayer or if there is a campaign single player. Uh, we don't know when it's coming out. We don't really know much else at all. But Dave, your thoughts? Yeah, I'm. I, I guess I didn't read into it enough to know that it was uh, like a, a co-op multiplayer kind of focus. Because when I watched, and again, the trailer we got was all CG. Uh, did I say co-op? I, I meant competitive. If I did say competitive, co-op. sorry, maybe you did. Okay. Um, I, I got a lot like Watchdog vibes. Right off yeah. the bat, um, and I actually thought it looked pretty intriguing. Like, because obviously, just from a cinematic trailer, they're they're just trying to give you like what they're going for. But um, at least we know what Haven's been working on. I mean, because sure. this is a studio that has been talked about for a long time, and I really don't think they have um, the credo that they've they've been kind of given credit for. But uh, it's good to see what they're working on. It looks different. It looks interesting. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing some actual gameplay and seeing where they go with this. Sure. Yeah. Right no, any thoughts? Yeah. I'm in, kind of in agreement. I thought the trailer looked intriguing, but, um, most trailers look intriguing. So right. yeah, I, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, not a lot to work off of, I guess. 
I guess we'll see. I'm always interested in first person shooters. That's like my tool house. So I'll probably give it a go. Um, but not much else aside from that, to be honest with you. How about foam stars? Everybody is looking no. for the next the PlayStation, the PlayStation Splatoon no. from Square Enix, of course. Uh, you got to have a little bit of anime in there. It's got to also be like kind of hyper realistic, but not quite. And it's got to be Splatoon. Yeah. With definitely lots of cringy jokes about foam or something. Square. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't really care to talk about this. I just don't know why it exists. Yeah, it's I guess the success of Splatoon. I'm not surprised that somebody else is not trying to grab that, but I honestly assume this would be free to play. I guess we'll find out. It, they didn't say, um, but it looks strange. I'm going to be honest. It looks very strange. The cinematic had me interested. And then as soon as it went into gameplay, I kind of just tuned it out. The gameplay looked meh. So sure. Hell divers too. Yes. Um, the hell divers came out in 2015 this is the follow-up. We knew it was coming because of the NVIDIA leak a couple years ago. Uh, so this game is coming to PS5 and PC at launch. Brandon, you, you, you perked up there when I mentioned it. Yes. What, what are you thinking? Yeah, this was one of the games. I remember playing Helldivers back in the day. I, I rather enjoyed this game. Um, I think this game is obviously uh, better played with friends. Um, I think that's like the whole fun of it with the friendly fire. Um, but yeah, I mean, it looks really cool. It doesn't look like mind-blowingly good or anything, but it was a solid game back in the day. And I'm interested to see how the next iteration is going to kind of build on that. Um, yeah, definitely some wacky experiences to 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 be had there. I didn't know it. Dave, had you ever tried the original Helldivers? No, um, I was surprised to see this, but it. I don't know. The trailer just. Can we talk? The trailer started with a kid dying. I don't know if you guys caught that, but yeah, <laughs> there was like a giant bug and it killed a kid. Anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, it, it kind of was. It, it it was very mid, as the kids would say, um, but. In the in the in the in the stream that I was watching, there was people in the chat who were like, "Oh, this is like Starship Troopers meets Deep Rock Galactic." And I'm like, "Okay, I can see that, and I yeah. like that as yeah. as a concept." So I think a lot of times with these games, like if you can find a good group to play with, even if the game is kind of mid, it can right. still be a real good time. So sure. yeah, um, yeah. Dave's so one of the Go biggest ahead. one of the biggest draws of the first one is that like obviously you're all shooting and moving around trying to kill things but friendly fire is always on so that's kind of was kind of the fun of the entire game was just constantly accidentally killing your friends at least that's what happened to me most of the time so <laughs> that sounds infuriating but okay <laughs> yeah there's uh, only a few more things here to really talk about at all um phantom blade zero hack and slash rpg looks cool i don't know that i don't know that it's uh worth really spending a lot of time on since i don't know did it, did it appeal to either of you guys yeah me big time it uh it it, it gave me kind of like neo vibes and i've all i've always been kind of intimidated by that game but there's something about the style of this game that i i was like this is one i'm i'm actually going to be watching pretty closely um i think it's going to be more neo than ghost of tsushima but 
maybe a little bit more accessible than Neo. But yeah, I thought this one looked great. I don't know if this has been announced before, but um, it's... It, it certainly caught my eye. That's one of the three. I kind of drawed down three games that I wanted to yeah, okay. mention, and yeah. this was one of them. So, yeah, the, Phantom Blade Zero. The thing that attracts me to it is how fast it is. Other Dude. than that, it kind of feels samey, but the, the speed of it is what I like. The combat looked crazy. That yeah. specific, yeah, like, I don't even know how to describe the combat. Like, it just looked like something that we hadn't seen before quite. Um, I agree with David. Very much does look like a Ninja Theory game. Um, but no, I'm interested for that reason, just because I'm a fan of uh, the other things that they've made. So I guess we'll see more. It's it, it also looks very anime. I mean, obviously, yeah. um, very yeah. confusing in a lot of ways and very outlandish, <laughs> but um, cool, cool, cool for that reason. So, yeah, definitely one to keep an eye on. Um, some of these games for me end up being kind of hard to play um, and just not as enjoyable for that reason. But we'll see, man. It it looked cool. The trailer was interesting. So we already talked a little bit about Ghost Runner 2. Of course, uh, it's supposed to be coming sometime this year, which is absolutely awesome. I absolutely love that game. I think I gave it a nine back when I still gave game scores and didn't just talk about them for fun. Um, we had... Sword of the Sea, which is from the people who made Abzu and the Pathless. And really, I want to mention Sword of the Sea simply to tell everybody that they should have played the Pathless when it came out on PS5. But if you didn't, I'm still angry with you. Uh, Resident Evil 4 Remake in VR. I know none of the three of us have PSVR 2. Uh, so we don't have a lot to talk about any of the VR news, quite frankly, unless you guys had anything to say. You're both shaking your head at me. Uh did I miss anything you guys wanted to talk about? Was there anything I didn't bring up other than you the hardware announcements? You mentioned uh, Neva, but I just kind of want to highlight oh, yeah. it again um, from Nomada and Devolver, creator of Gris. This is the game that I will always regret not giving a 10 because yeah. uh, I reviewed this game and I thought it was absolutely incredible. Took like two or three hours, but it was just so memorable. Um, watching the trailer for Neva kind of made me realize that they're going in kind of the same direction. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other one was this EA original, Immortals of Avium. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. And I, I think this has been announced previously, too, but we got a, a pretty long gameplay trailer. And this is um, coming this summer. I think it's in July. And it's like a magical first-person shooter. Right. Uh, kind of gave me, like, Ghostwire Tokyo vibes, obviously. It does look a little bit too, like, big budget, no soul which is the kind of thing we would get from EA. But at the same mm-hmm. time, like this is a lot of people coming over from Sledgehammer and they know how to make shooters. And sure. I thought, okay, let's take people that really know what they're doing with first person shooters and add in really cool um, kind of magical abilities and a massive budget, at least that's what it looks like. Um, so yeah, I, I'm sure a lot of people kind of rolled their eyes at this one and, and part of me did too, but I'm also interested to see where this lands in the in the in the critic size because it's uh it's it's certainly got a lot of money behind it and it yeah. shows but yeah dave that yeah brandon your thoughts yeah i was to say it's funny you said that it instantly read to me like ghostwire tokyo and i think it will suffer from the same problem for me personally that that game did is just like every moment on screen is cool and interesting but playing the game is not fun at least it was not fun for me um, I think that's kind of what it's going to come down to is that will the game satisfy me in a, in a, in a, in a, in a way um, 
But yeah, I mean, certainly it, it looks amazing. It looked interesting, but that isn't all a game needs to be. And that's kind of where games like this have fall, fallen short for me as well. So, mm-hmm. Brayden, anything else that stuck out to you that we didn't mention yet? No, man. I mean, I had, we talked about the three things I had, so. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, we also got a couple hardware announcements from the showcase. Uh, the PlayStation handheld that we've already kind of talked about. They're calling it Project Q, or wait, that's what they, that's what it was called. The Q or the Q Lite that was being talked about. I still don't think we have a name. No name, uh, yeah. But we've got the uh, the information that it's an 8-inch screen and a controller attachment on either side. I think it's really just all one integrated piece. Um, but they did explicitly state, Jim Ryan explicitly stated that it was for streaming games through your your console, through Wi-Fi, not for streaming from the cloud or anything like that. So PS Now, it's growing. They're supposedly getting better tech, but they're still not ready to support it directly that way, I guess. Uh, they still got to do it through your console. I guess that's a way to get you to make sure people are buying a console to play the games, but I don't really understand. I don't know. I don't know the value there. But anyway, yeah. we also had the gaming earbuds, which we also have almost no information about. But we know that they can connect to your gaming PC or your phone. Or, of course, your your PlayStation, I'm sure. Any thoughts about either of those things, boys? I'm curious about the streaming thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still sort of a, you know, from a technical standpoint, not really convinced about how well this would perform. Um, so I haven't really dove into it yet. But like, if it's released and it performs in in a decent state, I mean, this is something that I might sink my teeth into just because I've had so much fun playing my Switch and being able to seamlessly kind of switch between um, console and and handheld. So I don't yeah. know. This is something I could jump on board, and I really like the earbuds too. I'm in the market for earbuds now, so okay. if these are good, then uh, maybe I'll have a look at them. But uh, yeah, I, I'm surprised that I'm interested, but I am. Yeah, nice. Brandon. Yeah, we had talked a little bit about the streaming device. It's something that I don't think would be like useful for me personally, um, right? But. Uh, you know, the earbuds, I definitely wasn't expecting that. I have personally purchased Sony's, um, over the ear earphones before. And I was, think all three of us have. Yeah. And was like incredibly underwhelmed. So I think for that reason, I probably am turned off, off the get go. Um, I'm not much of an earbud person. I, f- I have AirPods and they work fine, but I think that's probably the extent of what I would be going that wouldn't be over yeah. the years. So, yeah, I think that's everything for the showcase. Um, yeah, for me, I was kind of underwhelmed. Dave seemed pretty satisfied and Brandon was kind of in the middle there. So I guess that's, that's a good mix. That's a good cross section of the, the gaming community. I suppose there are a Absolutely. lot of people raging screeching, Oh, wow. Xbox. You, you guys talk about Xbox not having anything. You didn't have anything. And then, you know, people talking about how, oh, wow. Xbox is really shaking in their boots because now they have to go second. Like, it's just, just, there's, there's games when they're either good or not, guys. Right. This other crap is stupid. Ben, ga- gamers are gamers. That's it, man. <sighs> I suppose. We didn't, we didn't get Fat Pr- Princess remake, though. So, I'm we not. Did not. That is kind it, of dude. a shame, honestly. Yeah. Big miss on their part. 
Jim's yeah. a Jim's a coward for not for not you know, <laughs> doing that. Honestly, he 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 showed his face, but didn't show a fat princess. And for that, I'm out. <laughs> Um, I really don't have too much other stuff here as far as news. Uh, I wanted to mention briefly that uh, Deck Nine Games, who makes Life is Strange, has been hit with layoffs. Hopefully, those people find another job quickly, and hopefully they have um, not enough people to continue making Life is Strange games anymore over at Deck Nine. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not trying to make light of people losing their jobs, but I hate Life is Strange, so I'm going to. Um... Sony says that they're still planning to wait two to three years before bringing PlayStation games over to PC, but it's really interesting because we saw, I think, two or three games. Uh, Jade Raymond's game and then the Bungie game, which of course is a little bit different of a situation, um, are both coming to PC as well uh, on launch, so that's that's a lot of fun. And that's really the only things I had that weren't covered in the showcase, I suppose. Yeah. So. Damn. Yeah. Cool. I need to know Brandon's reaction uh, to Mortal Kombat 1. Dude. Yes. I came. <laughs> uh, came with a K? Um, <laughs> yes. Yes, correct. At my desk at work. In fact, I don't tell, but I was so excited when I heard this drop that I stopped what I was doing at work and took some personal time to sit there and watch this trailer. Um. <laughs> Damn, dude. Uh, it looks so fucking cool. Um, yeah. Obviously, you know, it was a lot of CG. And I'll, although I will say, I believe we did see some gameplay in there. Like they mixed it in pretty, pretty seamlessly. And that, and that being said, I will say, obviously, CG, most people have it right now. And it looks amazing no matter what. But when it was switching between, it looked just as good. I'm incredibly impressed with what I presume was some gameplay in there. I mean, obviously we got some fatalities, but um, just really, really, really fucking excited. Um, after Mortal Kombat 11 being an absolute smash success um, and just being kind of almost the pinnacle of what I thought could be done. Imagining a step above that is just fantastic. Um, the lighting was amazing. Um, you know, it seems weird, but something I always praise in these in these games is like how good the skin looks because it really like I, I don't know how to describe it, but I hope you boys know what I mean by that in a non serial yeah. killer type way. Um, <laughs> but uh, the lighting and the skin looks so good and obviously the fatalities um, back and hopefully better than ever. I think they're just going to keep ramping up the bar. Um, and we've already got some rumors of some crossover characters already that have really excited me. So. I am very, very, very excited for this. Even if it is on par with Mortal Kombat 11, I'm expecting it to be more. I am. Even if it's on par, this game is going to be amazing. So Nether Realms has not disappointed in many years at this point. Um, and I'm just excited to see more. So Dave. Yeah, I, this, I don't know. Did we get a, a an award at the game awards for trailer of the year? Because um, this would have to be up there for me. So uh, I'm not a huge fighting game guy. I grew up with Mortal Kombat, but I haven't really kept up with the series. But like, I'm watching this trailer and I'm like, this is like kind of like subdued for Mortal Kombat when I'm watching like the first minute. <laughs> and then the second half of the trailer just fucking like punches you in the face and gore everywhere and stuff. And 
Yeah, it was wild. Um, but you're right. I mean, I was watching it, Brandon, and, and seeing some things and being like, I think this is gameplay. And if it is, like, this this looks incredible. So, yeah, I mean, good for Nether Realms for, for coming out with this. The name is a bit weird to me. Um, I was curious what your thoughts were on, on that. I Because yeah. this is Mortal Kombat 11, technically, or 12 or something. No. But they've decided to go with one. Yeah, so it would technically be... 12 12 um, okay. but uh i think the whole idea of it is that um at the end of the game i won't spoil it if you haven't played it but one of the characters becomes a god and can like shift and move time so it's essentially uh a new universe that's been created um okay. so, so i think that's kind of what they're going with is that the entire universe has been reshaped to be a certain way and that now there's new threats coming into this new molded universe and i think it's kind of like a soft i don't know usually when they soft relaunch something it's like years and years later but i think that's the whole premise is that it's like you know instead of continuing to go into the teens almost we're in for mortal Kombat, they're kind of just like one you know what i mean i'm assuming at least at least that's the vibes i was getting so very exciting, Ben. Any, I know, I know you're you're not necessarily a fighting guy, but I am. But I'm more of a casual. Like I like fighting games casually. Sure. I'm never going to be super good at them. I'm never going to be super into them. I'm not and, super good at them. Yeah, that's true. I guess. Yeah, as I say, I, you know, I yeah, I got the platinum for Mortal Kombat 11, and that took me fucking forever. I heard that's brutal. Dude, listen, it was one of the hardest things I've ever done. And I think it was mostly luck because some of those (laughs) button combos, I shit you not. Like I spent hours doing just single sets of button combos trying to get them right. It was tedious. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure it's going to be great, but I don't need to. I probably don't need to buy it for the amount I'll play it. I'll play it when it's $20 eventually and play through the campaign and then be happy that's you know that's kind of how i play the mortal Kombat games the campaign's honestly lit if yeah. it's a, if yeah. it's anything like 11 like 11s was a solid fucking story man right dave what have you been playing a little game called uh tears of the kingdom Legend oh, of Zelda. Of um yeah that's that's pretty much all i've been playing Yep. Um, I don't know if like the playtime on the Switch is accurate, but it says nope. I've played more than 25 hours and I don't feel like I've put in that much. Um, but apparently I have. Um, I, I felt like I've kind of been slow playing this a little bit. Um, I've only... Can we kind of go slightly spoilery? Like I'm not yeah. talking about story or anything. Loose, but, loose yeah. Yeah, so I mean I've... If you're I've, not interested in hearing it, leave. Yeah, yeah. I'm... Three, two, one. Okay, you're still here, so you don't care. <laughs> um, so I, I finished the Wind Temple and the Fire Temple, um, and I, I think there's five in total that I have to kind of get to. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm kind of surprised that I've, I've been playing this long and I, I've only kind of got less than 50% of that critical path done. Um, I've been playing a little longer than that, and I've only gotten one temple done. Yeah, and that, that's the beautiful thing about this game yeah. is you can you can play for hours and hours and hours right. and not touch the the golden path and yeah I'm not trying to so yeah <laughs> it's 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 been interesting though because I, I can remember like after I got past like the twenty hour mark in Breath of the Wild I found a lot in the game was starting to irritate me and I'm 
I'm starting to feel the same way with this. Um, the Wind Temple was fantastic. The Fire Temple was irritating beyond really? belief. Yeah, I, I, oh. I did not enjoy it. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, overall, I'm having a great time with it. And, and um, just, again, having fun just messing around with, with the physics and, and all the different stuff that you can build. And uh, I do want to kind of correct something I said last week. Uh, last week I said I was intrigued by the story. I got a little bit further and and realized, okay, this is the same shit. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I do need to kind of correct that a little bit um, because it's 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 actually ticking me off a little bit how <laughs> this feels like the exact same story we've done like in Ocarina of Time or whatever. So, yeah. uh, but it's not a big deal. I mean, you don't play Zelda games for the story. You play them for the puzzles and the exploration and, and, and stuff like that. And, and, and yeah, so I'm well, still having a really good that. time. But. They know that. Cause I'm pretty sure in the interview, they said recently that they built the game and the new kinds of things and then put the story around them. That's fair. That's fair. So <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I that that's all I've been playing. Um, and yeah, probably that's probably all I'll be playing next week. So I'm sorry if if this segment is going to get boring, but uh, yeah, yeah, Brandon, you're up. Honestly, same here. Um, non surprisingly, I also have been only playing Tears of the Kingdom. Um, I'll agree with Dave. I think that I have slowed down a little bit. I still am enjoying the time I have with the game. I just am not playing it for like hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. So um, I've only done one of the, I thought there was only four for some reason, but I've only done one of the four uh, main uh, quest temples. I've done the win one, which was amazing. I agree with you, Dave. Um, but I've got like 10 hearts and two full stamina bars. So I've been doing a lot of other things instead. Um, I am finding some of the stuff to be slightly aggravating at this point. I feel like I should be able to tank some of the things that I just can't. I'm not just trying to fight Lionels or something like that left and right. Um, but when I go into a cave like with 10 hearts, I just want to be able to fuck shit up. Um, and I don't always do that. Um, maybe it's a problem with me, um, but I end up just putting little skull markers on the map when I've tried something a couple times <laughs> and then I come back to it a couple hours later and I either try it again or I come back later. So um, that's kind of how that goes. But uh, really enjoying it so far. Um, just continuing to shrine it up and um, yeah, just... Uh, waiting for Diablo to come out at this point. So yeah, I agree with Dave. This is probably what I'm going to be playing um, for the foreseeable future. So, yep. I think I'm right there too. I might play planet of Lana, Lana. I don't know exactly how you say it. Uh, just came out yesterday or today. I don't know recently. And uh, I might play that too, but it's supposed to be pretty short. So that's okay. Uh, but I've been playing Zelda as well. And I just uh, continue to be impressed. I haven't gotten to get as deep into the systems as I would like to have yet. And that's kind of irritating me because I really, I'm playing a decent amount. I just, I don't know what I'm spending all my time doing. I can't quite figure it out. Like sometimes I'm just wandering around. Yeah. And I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And that's okay with me. Uh, the, the only thing that's getting a little bit irritating to me is the combat. I just, uh, again, it's it's I'm always underpowered for the enemies that look like they shouldn't hurt me at all. And 
as soon as I hit somebody, I, I pick up a weapon off the ground. I hit somebody with it twice and it breaks. And I, that I just forgot how much that bothered me. But with that said, it's still amazing. Yeah. It's, I still love every, every part of it. It's great. Even in spite of, you know, yeah. Some of the less ideal things. So. I, uh, I just have been getting like horses like crazy, like a bunch of horses. Dude, hella horses. You're stable though. Just, I have like seven horses for some reason because I'll lose my horse and then I won't come back when I whistle. So I'll just ride, ride a new horse back to the stable. And I'm like, well, while I'm here, I might as well register this horse. Get the pony points. And then dude. once I register it, I'll board it and get my other horse that I want. Absolutely. So now I just have too many horses. I, have, of convenience. I, I haven't been riding horses anywhere. I've just been running, yeah. flying, driving, and I keep running into this fucking guy who's building signs and I help him and he keeps giving me sleepover tickets, which is really weird. Yeah. But what is that? I, I don't, don't know what that is. I don't know. It's, 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 it's makes me uncomfortable. Every time I help him, he <laughs> says, come sleep over. Here's a little voucher. Dude. I, it allows you to sleep at uh sleep at the stable. It's a weird thing to, to get from a complete stranger. So why but, do you need to sleep? One, because it restores your health. And two, yeah. because every time you sleep at a new stable, it gives you pony points or whatever the fuck they're called to okay. give you rewards. And Ben, help that guy. He gives you 20 rupees every single time, a piece of food and a sleepover ticket. Just for the, the yeah, I just I've only seen one of them. The meals I, are, the I think the meals are the most valuable thing you get from them because they're like yeah. good meals. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Usually yeah. they give you resistance or something. Yeah. I I get the sleeping thing for sure. Uh or the, the restoring your health thing. I guess I get that. Um the pony points, I just realized I have no idea what they do yet. So don't tell me. I'm gonna find out. I think I have a bunch of them. Rewards. That's it. Yeah. I'm, I'm Sleeping sure. is weird though, because like you always have flint and wood in your inventory and it's just, you can set up a fire anywhere in the world and wait as well. And I think that restores your health and stamina too. Does it? Yeah. You're probably right. But there's another kind of sleep you can do another kind of bed. Yeah. Yeah. Think, yeah. You get like a soft bed and then I think you get a buff for five, 10 minutes or something like okay. that. Yeah. It, I think it gives you an extra heart. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, that's what we've been playing. That's I it. suppose. Yeah. I think that's it. The show just cuts off right there. We don't say anything <laughs> else. <about it. laughs> cool. All right. Well, we've got some um we've got some stuff coming up soon that should be somewhat exciting, I think, for some people and for other people they won't give a shit and that's fine too but we'll let you know about that when we're ready to uh, in the meantime you can support us over on patreon at patreon.com slash handsome phantom for as little as a dollar a month you get ad for early access to the show and uh, our love and also if you don't want to do that or if you do want to do that you can hang out with us on discord at discord that's not it handsome slash discord and we'll chill there hang out together we'll dance around the mulberry bush in Canada. All right. Canada with the Beaver Boys. With the Beaver Boys. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. The HP Podcast is made possible by our patrons over at patreon.com slash handsome phantom. The following patrons are at the $5 or above level, and we appreciate their support. Wormhat, Toby Ryland, Charles Peterson, Edward Walton, Josh Cummings, 
Jared. Poot. Boots. Passive Pixels Edwin Castillo. Maurice Bays. Htrons. Brian. Nuke Dukem. And Derek O. Oh.